I'm opening the door because we're quite close to another car beside it and I don't want him to ding that car with the door. And I'm like, will you just... And I'm holding Walt in yeah. my arm. And I'm like, will you please just get out of the car? So then I'm totally frustrated. He gets out of the car and I go, for God's sake. And I slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> Walter's hand is oh. fully in. Oh. Like it's in the door. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> you made yourself laugh. <laughs> Kept trying to get you there. <laughs> oh, man, and we're back. Another we are week. back. We uh, are on our own. Man, I like uh, t- like I take the girls to music class. I told a lady at music class about the podcast, and she and I told you know like give it a listen, you know, because she's a lovely, lovely yeah. person. And then so she tuned into episode forty eight because I was talking about the music class in it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember that music class ep. When she said to me, I listened to the episode where you were talking about music class. I'm like, oh. All right, I'll go back and find which episode yeah. that is. So go back, episode 48, music class, and Uber Pool Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> With us fucking a cantaloupe. <laughs> like, what What an episode to tune in on. What an episode to come in on. I mean, any episode, really. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised that anyone would bother oh, listening. She said, you know, I listened for a few minutes, then I kind of just tuned out and thought, <laughs> mums don't really talk about this stuff, do we? <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's 100% fair assessment of the podcast. And also, I listen for a few minutes and I tuned out. That's what I do, and that, I'm talking on it. That's what I do. <laughs> I've tuned out now. I don't even know what you're fucking banging on about. <laughs> Just sitting here in my shed. Oh, man. Parenting is great, but, man, it wears you down a bit, doesn't it? Mm. Like, mentally and physically. It's just, um, I, I, uh, I'm constantly in the feeling of, I am not equipped with the skills to do this. Am I doing enough? Yeah. Am I doing enough? Like, we're not taking the girls to swimming lessons at the moment, and they start school next year. Well, Penny, sorry, starts school next year. She starts prep. She's just gone to a couple of the orientations. And I'm like, fuck. And in my head, I'm like, oh, every other kid at this school is going to be like an Olympic swimmer where they get there. PJ's going to be the only kid who can't swim properly. Yeah. I've got to go to the swim class over summer. So now I'm like... Um, my brain is occupied with, oh, I'm letting her down, I'm letting her down, I'm letting her down. And you're not. And the reality is, like, it's good for your child to learn how to swim. It's great. Of course it is. But unless they're going to be be like an Olympic swimmer, they don't need to be going there like four or five times a week getting their gold medal. no fucking parent wants to get their kid to swimming classes if they're going to be an Olympic swimmer at 6 a.m. every morning for a decade. That can get fucked. I've actively talked... Yeah. My oldest out of doing that. Yes, I'm like I'm not doing that. No, you're not going to be an Olympian, mate. No way. All right, that's a bright star that burns out pretty quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. And how many Olympic swimmers after their careers look back and go, "Yeah, that was. A, I'm glad for yeah. all that time." Yeah, <laughs> I used my youth so wisely. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. I'm glad I spent they, a decade in the pool. They must come out of that. They're like you know, and they're like late twenties, early thirties, whatever, and they've just gone fuck. I spent 30 years swimming, and now I get to be a fucking teenager, and they just must lose yeah, it. Yeah, they do a bit. They fucking go a bit. And same as um, uh, pro tennis players. Yeah. Because they've been doing that since they were children. Losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look I, at you. You have, like, goals and ambition. <laughs> Look at you being a high achiever. <laughs> Man, I... 
was like getting PJ ready for like her prep orientation yep. the other day, uh, her very first one. And I realized excited PJ is like my favorite PJ yeah. where she's just yep. so happy and so excited, but she's doing everything that I ask. I'm like, all right, PJ, why don't we, um, uh, why don't you get dressed? She goes, oh, what dress do you want me to wear, Dad? I'll wear whatever one you want. Like, whatever, whatever you need. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And she's just, like, so happy and beaming. Yep. And so I, like, chose a couple of dresses. All right, you can choose your dress. All right, just calm down, fuckhead. So <laughs> <laughs> so she chooses her dress. She gets all thing. And we're, like, walking up to, like, music, uh, up to the prep orientation. She's so happy. And then Claire, she hadn't seen Claire in about three days. Claire pulls up in the car. On the other side of the road, because yeah. you know, because I had organised with Claire, like, oh, you, why don't you meet us on the way to prep? Yeah. And then Claire pulls up in the car, and then all that nervous, kind of excited energy just flipped when she saw her mother, yeah. and turned into like this kind of like nervous and scared energy. Oh, so she just kind of she just turned. What a weird emotion. Yeah, like because it was just too much. She was yeah. already at the bubbling at the surface, yeah. and then Claire comes over, and then. Penny was like, "Oh, no other parents gonna, no other kids gonna have two parents there. I can't have two parents there. Like, I, I can only have one of you there." And I was like, "Oh, that's all right. I'll go home. That's fine. Yeah, you, whatever you need, PJ. Like, I get yeah. you're emotional." And she's like, "No, Dad, you stay. Mum, you go. <laughs> <laughs> How good did you feel? <laughs> I tell you what, I did feel a bit bad for Claire because I could see her get a bit hurt in the inside. But I was like, fucking yeah, fucking yes. oath. It's a it's a competition, and you won. Yeah, but she's so funny. Like she doesn't want to be. She like she's very much like me, and she just want to stand out in the crowd. Yes. Like today, it's like lunchbox day. Like they've got to take lunches to kinder to for practice for next year. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to be the only kid at school with a lunchbox. I don't want to take a lunchbox. I'm like, you're not going to be the only one. There's only like six kids in your class that are going to kinder next year to prep next year. They're all going to have lunchboxes. Yeah. We've been sent to email. Shit parents. And they still got shit parents, yeah. which you do not. We did forget about it until <laughs> until this morning. And then I had to like rush around making her something to eat. And I always said, I'm never going to send her to school with like tender fish sandwiches because it would just stink. But yeah. that's all I had. <laughs> so she, she went with like tinned Day salmon one. jaffles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I do, I do jaffles or toasties um, for uh, Leo at school. And... Because it's just easy. It contains the sandwich. Yeah. But by the time he's getting to it, it's a cold toasty. Well, the, That's for no one. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a jaffle. It was kind of a cold toasted sandwich. But at their pr- primary school next year, at the prep, they've got like microwaves and they fridges. Don't. Yeah, they've got like all the stuff that they can heat up the food with. Wow. All they have to do is say to the teacher when they get in there, I, can you put this in the fridge and can you heat it up? At, you know, there you go. It's amazing. Public school. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's a really good school, actually. Um, on the subject of kids being overwhelmed, I'm not sure if I spoke about this on the last podcast, but if I did, suck it up, fuckers. <laughs> I'm talking about it again. <laughs> Do I talk about role-playing with Leah? No. Uh, we were in the bath together, and it, it, we'd had a really... Um, We'd had a rough afternoon. Yes. Uh, a, a lot of um, uh, conflict and contrary behaviour. Yep. And me just barking like uh, the angry alpha that I just don't want to be. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to be out of it. So I, I don't, I don't bath with him very much anymore, just because I can't be fucked. It's actually a time where I can go. You get in the bath, and I can. Have a little space. Have a little space, yeah. but it had been it had been so um, so much tension. I was like, okay, I'm going to climb into the bath, and then he suggested, why don't um, you be me, and I be you, and I'll feel what it's like to be in your shoes, and you can feel what it's like to be oh in my, my God. shoes. Very mature. Yeah, 
what what a what a mature wow. idea. And I went, okay, yep, let's do that. And we had this really simple interaction um, where he said to me, and and what what would you like to do after Bath, Leo? And I was like, okay. So then I tried to act like him, and I, I was trying to take the comedy out of it as well. I was yeah. trying to take the piss. Um, and so we we sort of talked through that, and just in that really small little role play, I felt. It can be a little bit daunting being him. Yeah. Being told what to do, um, having to try and uh, petition for just wanting to say after the bath, he wanted to go outside. I knew that he wanted to yeah. do that. So I went with what he wanted to do. I'd like yeah. to go outside and be in the shed. And uh, I, I can highly recommend it. Yeah, Spend wow. Spend some time reversing the roles. And just like uh, taking a little step back. Yeah. Because it's so easy just to kind of get into the... Oh, get you his, just do that because it's easier for you. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, it's but not it's even, not, is it? It's, it's not it's easier. It's not fucking easier for it's anyone. It's not easier. No, <sighs> collaboration is way easier. And I I read a thing the other day, um, and I'm I'm going to butcher it, but it, essentially it was talking about being present. Doesn't sound like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're midwives. Um, I was talking. Uh, it was talking about basically being present with your children. Um, yeah. And it was written by somebody within the Steiner community, um, and it was written about children Walter's age. Yes. But it absolutely works for a child of any age. Yeah. Um, and it was talking about if you engage with them and be present with them, then they will feel comfortable enough to be on their own. Yeah, nice. If you don't engage with them and don't be present with them, so, so say in these moments where you come home from school, don't come home from school um, and then go straight into the kitchen to prepare dinner. Yeah. Because they'll hound you and be at you, and they are every time yeah. I'm doing it. Leonard's like, oh, no, I don't want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. Yeah. And I've tried it twice now. Come home from school, uh, he and I come into the backyard. Um, he's got a little project at the moment where he's collecting bottle caps. Yeah. He, he wants to make this thing out of bottle caps. So I engaged with that. I picked up bottle caps on the way home with him. Uh, we went out into the shed and, and um, he, he flattened them out with a hammer. We did that. And then I went into the kitchen and started to prepare dinner. No issue. Just How? a tiny moment of being present. It's as it's like Dave O'Neill said the other day. It's quantity time. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, and they and that 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 real key simple thing he said. They just want to be with you. They just want to be with you. Yeah, and so when they're so just being all the time. Yeah, like last night, like I was putting the girls to bed, and no, no, sorry, Claire put the girls to bed, and then they were calling in for me to come and give them like a good night hug, and I yep. knew what they were doing. Yep. They just wanted extra time with their parents, yep. and I was like, no, nah, not going in, not going in. I'm like, why aren't I going in? Why aren't you going in? Why aren't I going in? It's going to end so much faster yes. with me going in. It's so much nicer for yep. them for me going in. I'm just being an asshole. So I go in there, give them a hug, and they're like, tell, tell us an imagination story about us and some dragons. I'm like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to me, and I'm like, why aren't I telling the story? Why? Why aren't I telling the what story? What have you got to do? What have I got to do? So You're Wade Duffin. <laughs> You've had your nap. <laughs> I did have a nap your yesterday. schedule is clear. <laughs> <laughs> we took a family nap. It was the best. <laughs> well, so, in so the same um, bit of writing, there's a person written about being present with your kid. They also talked about at night time, um, which I've pretty much done 100% of the time uh, with Leo. I... Uh, lie with him and um, you, you spend that time winding down and, and reading a story it actually said um, it didn't say don't read them a story but it said basically it was saying favouring telling them stories about your life oh wow because your kids want to know about you yes and they want to know about your life and if you take that moment 
to and and I'm still reading story because I I like the idea of other creatives yes, writing absolutely. story and and doing that um, because when you engage with that and this is why I've always done it for eight years bedtimes like that it's it's over so quickly because you've been present you've engaged with them yep. and then you're like now I'm done night night. Uh, I think parents who struggle getting their kids to bed, it's probably like because it's always like, now go to bed. But yes. just if you're, if you're present for 15 minutes. What I might start doing like after this chat is like I love, like I, the girls love stories. Penny especially is yep. fucking mad for a story. Yep. Like she is insane for story. It doesn't matter if it's um, uh, a book and like a shit book. It could be like the world's shittest book. Yep. But if I pick it up, she's like, oh yeah, you got, I've got to know. I've got to yes. know what happens. Yeah. But read them like um, some stories, then afterwards just have spend like two minutes having a conversation. Yeah. Because then I just like shut it down. I'm like, okay, there's your stories. See ya. Yeah. Where if I just spend like an extra two minutes answering totally. their questions, having a wee chat, um, having a wee play with them, like, and so they go to bed like knowing that I love them rather yeah. than just trying to get rid of them. Yes, exactly. Because you, know? you were present. I did this uh, um, after I read the article. I was like, I'm going to give this a go. We were walking home from school the same day that we were picking up bottle caps. Um, providing a public service, we were. <laughs> um, Picking up needles. Yeah, I, and I said something I said something along the lines of, um, I don't know, I said something and, and uh, Leo goes, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, I can do two things at the same time. And he goes, everyone can do that. And I went, all right, I can do seven things at the same time. And he goes, everyone can do that. And I'm like, so, go tell me how you can do seven things at the same time. Anyway, he, he tells me, uh, lists off these things. He goes, you can be running and breathing and tying up your shoelace. And it jogged a memory of mine yeah. where I was running and I tried to tie my shoelace up at the same time. Yeah, right. So I went, I'm going to tell him this story. Now, the story in its true form I was absolutely Polax drunk. Of course I was. <laughs> I was running, and I thought I could tie my shoelace up at the same time. But I, uh, <laughs> I left that detail out of it and just talked him through this big story of me being at a party and wanting to go to the shops to get a pack of the chips. Truth is, was getting a pack of smokes. Um, and I uh, both are delicious. Both delicious. And I was running, and I noticed my shoelace was untied, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to stop because I'd be wasting time." So I'll keep running. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just tie my shoelace up as I'm moving. <laughs> as I said, polaxed because it seemed completely normal in my head. Um, I fell over uh, because I landed on the foot that I, that didn't have the shoelace yeah. untied on its side, twisted my ankle. It, the, the story goes on and on. I tell him this process of me then trying to get back to the... Um, to the party uh, and not being able to walk and dragging myself through the dirt and then this car pulls over and this wonderful man and, and, and I was like why was he wonderful I went because he saw me in need and he pulled over and his wife was in the front seat for some reason she got in the back seat <laughs> with their friend and I sat in the front seat <laughs> and uh, they dropped me off and then blah 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 and then I go home and I wake up in the morning and, and all this and I finish the story and I tell him and, and uh, my foot was black I'd, oh. I'd, I'd broken four ligaments oh. Oh, um, and you know, I, I was making what a great it, story. I was making it age appropriate for him, but I was, and yeah. then I go, and that's why you shouldn't run and try and tie your shoelaces up at the same time. <laughs> and at the end of it, he goes, "I really enjoyed hearing about that, Dad." Oh, like, that fucking article was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do know more about parenting than me. <laughs> and and I just went. The thing that is strangest for me to be, oh, right, they want to hear stories about uh, your life. My career is that. Yes. I tell strangers uh, stories for an hour about my life, yeah. yet I can't take the time 
to tell my sons a story about myself. Yes. Yes, I've yes, got yes. Heaps. And sometimes I think it's so easy to forget that they are children. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially with the older ones. Totally. You know what I mean? Because yep. Penny's still, still is like two and a half, Penny's like four and a half. Yeah. And so I just think of Penny as like you talk to her like you're an adult. Yes. And you expect adult responses. And you expect adult responses, but yep. you're fucking four and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other one's like two and a half, and you're like, oh, why aren't you getting it? Yes. Why are you spilling your drink on the ground? Yeah. Why are you just hopping into the bar? Yes. Why are you acting like such a child? Oh, right. I get yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Here it is. It all starts <coughs> to make sense. So sometimes I feel I'm much too hard on like the older one. Yeah. Well, not too hard, but I expect I've too been much. Very, I've been way too hard. I expect way too much of them. You know. Well, here's another thing within that same article, and it's, it's very, very simple. Walk at their pace. Yes. The amount of of barking and, and yelling that I've done to Leonard going, would you just get it? Just hurry up. Hurry just up. hurry up. It's simply just now sometimes we're going to school, we need to get there in that time. Yeah. That's on me. Yes. I ran the schedule wrong in the morning. Yeah. If we left five minutes earlier, <clears throat> I could walk at his pace and everything's better. Man, like a walk, like, and Penny is not great at, like, walking long distances, but we'll walk from my house, like, a 15-minute walk, and she's just dawdling. I'm like, come on, we're going to the park to play. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we're hurry up and get there. <laughs> you know, like, like the time, like, we're spending together is supposed to be an enjoyable time. That's it doesn't right. matter if we're walking along the street or at the park. Who gives a fuck where yeah, we are? It's so a why am I, like, rushing her to get to, like, yep. a certain place? We're not on a schedule, and no. yet I'm just fucking going, come on, man. Well, you do have a nap to take. <laughs> <laughs> Maps don't take themselves. Don't stop and smell the flowers. We don't have time for that. <laughs> um, I actually have a, a story uh, bo- uh, on the on the day of the story. Today I had a peak dad. Oh, like peak dad. I don't think I've ever been more dad in my life. I'm loving it. Uh, got Leonard to school. Came back um, as soon as I walked in the door. Yeah, Walter was like, "Park, park, park." He's just obsessed with the park. Yeah. Across the road. Even though I've just nearly completed a kick-ass cubby house in the it backyard. It is ridiculous what's going on out here. It's, it's amazing. Great. But he wants to be at the park across the road. Yeah. I was like, yep, yeah, I've got nothing on. It's yeah. on. Uh, I'll, I'll grab you. Let's walk across the road. Uh, which uh, gave his mum time to go jump in the shower. Lovely. When the park's across the road, this you don't need to like organise yourself. You just no. go. Just go. So yeah. I was like, straight away. And he was like, shocked. Because yeah. mostly it's, no, we're not going across the road. And the main reason I don't want to go to the park across the road is I don't want to be across the road. Yeah. I want to be in my own house. Great house. But what a fucking shit reason. <laughs> so I walk across the road with him. He's like, this is fucking sick. He um, uh, gets on the slide, walks up the slide, because he's a maverick. He's not yeah. following rules. He goes up the slide, looks at me and goes, Top. I went, yes, mate, you got to the top. Well done. Slides back down the slide. Um, I wasn't really paying too much attention because a friend of mine had sent me a funny video. Uh, and I was watching the video on the phone. And then he did it again. And I was like, I'll put the phone away. Just be here yes, and be present. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah. Just Get, put the phones away. Put away. Don't take the phone to the park. Don't take it to the park. And that's, oh, fuck, I'm so bad for it. Yeah. I'm so bad for it. So then he, he goes down the slide again. I go, just put it away and go over and, and, and engage with him. Yeah. But great. what about the phone? Did you put that away? <laughs> <laughs> You're at the park, mate. There's no time to expose yourself. 
So I walk over as he's then changing the area he wants to be at. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. And then I don't know why I hadn't noticed this beforehand, but the most gruesome scene is he's just about to walk through. <laughs> it is um, a possum oh. with a severed head. Oh. The head is completely separate to the body. There's an arm completely separate to oh. the body. There's intestines and what? organs. I, fuck, mate. It's, it was absolutely gruesome. And I just went, holy... And just grabbed Walter and went, well, we're not at the park anymore. Yeah. And I pick him up and I, I walk away from the park. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, oh, I've got to clean that up. You've got to clean I've it up. I've got to clean it up. You don't see something like that in a park. And just leave it for the next person. When you live across the road from the fucking park. You're community-minded. When you've got plastic bags and shovels and gloves. You've got to can, do the job. You've got to do it. So I walk across the road with Walter out into the shed. I grab the shovel. Oh. I give him a little shovel so that he's... <laughs> so he can, like, so bury he can a little arm. Head up. It's, it's <laughs> <enough>. no. <laughs> I get the plastic bag. I get the gloves. I go back over. I put Walter on the sort of the other side of a play thing to so he's not near it oh my god absolutely gruesome this is the best i dig i i get the shovel under and it, luckily it was on all wood chips so i could yes. just get a big pile of wood chips under yep. each piece of this fucking severed <laughs> poor what little animal happened? like was it some i'm gonna i'm gonna put it probably a 90 chance it was a fox heaps of foxes uh, in this area right and it, and it was definitely a vicious attack yeah i don't think a human did it yeah i'm nearly certain it was an animal what's right. weird is that if it's a fox, that they didn't eat it, so it could have been a dog. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It could have been a dog attack. Either way, I'm doing this. I'm putting it into the bag. I get it in the bag, tie it up, put it in the bin that's at the park. I'm not yeah. putting it in my bin. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, most important point to this story <laughs> is someone witnessed me do it. Yes! Yeah! Yes! There was a woman walking a dog, and she said to me as I was doing it, she looked quite impressed that I was. Yeah. she didn't see what it was, and she goes, oh, was that a, um, someone's dog poo? Because she she yeah. just put her dog poo in the bin. And you explained and went, to her. Oh, no, it's a, it was a possum with a severed head. And she uh. goes, oh, well, that's wonderful. And the point is, <laughs> if you're going to provide that. a community service, you someone got, needs to witness you've it. You've got to witness oh, it. there's no fucking point. Mate, sometimes, like, you, like I see, like, some broken glass. Occasionally, I've seen, like, broken glass or a broken bottle on the street. I've gone out. You know, if it's around my house, yeah. I'll go out there. I'll sweep it up. Yes. But I'm not above, like, looking around to make sure some car's oh. noticing me doing it. <laughs> oh, nod. Yeah, thank you very much. I can <laughs> yeah. do this all the time. I'll wait for people to come past. <laughs> Because there was no one in the park when I when I saw it at all. There was no one around at all. And, and the, when I came back, I was like, "Thank fuck that woman is here." Fucking eh? Otherwise, you're just telling me. Yeah. And what? I didn't see it. No, you didn't see it. Uh, I have found two dead animals in my house recently. Oh. Both with their heads chopped off. Hello. So I found like a white. Well, not even like one was like a rat that was yeah. like desiccated, uh, and its head was just like just hanging off, and it was um just on the front porch, but it wasn't there uh, an hour before it was there. But the right. rat's been dead for a month. And the other thing okay. that I found was a white bird's head. Just the head? Just the head out in the cornfield. In a fucking cornfield. I love Mate. that you've got a cornfield. <laughs> and that is where you should find a severed head of a bird. So is it your dog, you think? Must no. Be no? No, cat. no. I reckon it was a cat. Like some neighbourhood cat for the bird's head no idea about that fucking rat though well I, it's very um, creepy finding like creepy animals like rats so you know if they say they get they're poisoned yeah they will leave the area they ate the poison and go and die somewhere else yeah they'll try and find water. some 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've had three dead rats in, in uh, my backyard, and yeah. I've put no poisons out in my backyard. I That's come from someone else's I've got some rats in the roof at the moment. Drive me fucking nuts. Got to get an exterminator out. Mate, oh, I've got this big uh, compost over here. And every time <laughs> I open the compost up, the half of it's been eaten. This is full of rats. Just crazy rats. And I can't put poisons in there. There's no. chickens in there. It's ridiculous. Fucking rats, fucking man. Rats. But it's just inner city living. They're just totally. everywhere. What a great story. <laughs> Peak dad. <laughs> what else is going now, on? Now, I had a barbecue at my house on you Sunday. You had a barbecue on Sunday. It was a wonderful occasion. Uh, we had like a lot of kids over, like a few parents, you know, like parents and the kids. Mm. It was great. Like we a, almost probably should have done a podcast. <laughs> we could have. There was quite a lot of parents there. Uh, and it was excellent. It was a great time. I cooked the best chicken. Mate. The chicken was amazing. I, can I tell everybody, you put two of these chickens on a rotisserie and you put another chicken that you'd cut up into big, huge, big portions. M- massive chickens, by the way. Massive. Yeah, they're you big. put them on coals. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, mar- brined them overnight on Friday night. Marinated them. Took them out of the brine. Marinated them in like a Syrian spice mix and some yogurt and garlic. On Amazing. the Saturday night, and then rotisseried them on the Sunday, yep. and they were fucking unbelievable. Yes. They are really good. Uh, but. Potatoes. One of the best roast potatoes I've had in a long time. Cut up some potatoes, uh, cooked them until they were soft, and then I let them in dry. The yep. And then I took the chicken fat from the tissue chicken, yes. and I just doused them in that, and then roasted the shit out of them. Yeah. At like a 220 degree oven for like an hour. Yeah. So just fucking. Oh, mate. Mind yeah, blowing. Yeah. Just. Unbelievable, great vegetables, but um, it was just—I was just watching the kids run around and play, mm. just watching them having a good time. And I remember being a kid at like these barbecues, and your parents are distracted, and you were just getting up to some crazy fucking mischief. Yes. And so I just kept thinking of like every so often I'd remember the kids and be thinking, "What mischief are these kids getting up yeah. to?" When nobody's like, no adults are watching, yeah, because they've got their own little fucking Lord of the Flies shit happening, yeah, their own little play kind of fucking. Going on, their own little stories, their own little interactions. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, loving it. I I uh, have not done enough of it. Um, you guys are way better at socialising than than I am. No surprises. Um, but I I need to do more of it because the moments where it happens, where you turn up to somebody's house and there's yeah. there's quite a lot of kids. Yeah, it's actually an easier parenting day unless there's some form of tension, which usually there's not. If you just let them be, yeah, they'll sort it out. They'll figure it out. And as long as it's not like a um a giant. Like, if there's, like, a giant pack of kids, it does change the dynamic. Yes. Because little gangs and cliques can yes. form. Yeah. But there was only, what, like, eight kids there the other day? And they're quite a diverse age range. And they're quite a diverse age range. And so everybody was just kind of, like, running around. Yeah. PJ just fucking, whatever, like, Leo did. Yes. <laughs> was just, like... Well, but they've... So they've had a bit of tension in their friendship. They've known each other for Penny's all, entire life. All Penny's life, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> Penny pretty much from as soon as she was aware of Leo, has been obsessed. Obsessed, just idolising And him. he has not liked it. And I noticed that that has changed in the last couple of times. He's much more patient. He's much more patient and she's that bit older and they're actually enjoying each other's yes. time. And I, I was a joy. It was really nice. Because yeah, yeah. if our kids weren't friends, fuck it, one's got to die. <laughs> we just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was speaking to like Hannah before we started this podcast and then... Oh, here comes the rain. And then Hannah said, um, oh, did Harley tell you that he slammed Walter's hand in the door when he got home from, from Sunday? Oh, yes. Now, I did just tell a story of Peak Dad. Um, <laughs> now I'll tell you a story. So what happened is that I was not drinking. Um, no, Hannah was, and she was very funny. Hannah was having a wonderful time. Yep. Um, and it's fairly rare occasion 
for Hannah to go out and have a drink. Yeah. Uh, and we'd already been, we didn't even RSVP to you until a half an hour before we were coming. Yeah. And, and I told you that because we were at a one-year-old birthday party and I said, I just don't, I'm just going to have to gauge the kids yep. there and see whether Which we is can come to a you. totally fair response. Yeah. And, and we were there. They were, the, my children were mint on Sunday. Yeah, they I, were so good. They were at that party, then at yours, absolute mint. Not a problem at all. Yeah. Everyone's having a great time. We get in the car, driving home, having a great time. Come across a booze bus. Fuck, I felt like a great day. I'm like, <laughs> I have been, I've been counting my beers. Yeah. I know how many I've had. I'd had two at the one-year-old yep. birthday party, and we were there for a couple of hours. Then I had three at yours. We were there for a few hours. Blew into breathalyzer. Everything's fine. Yeah. Leonard was like, what's that about? Talked him through it. And he's like, great. oh, there you go. We drive home. We get home. And then tension was created by me. Yeah. But it was I was also frustrated, harking back to what I was saying before, that Leonard wasn't doing stuff as quickly as I wanted him to do it. Yeah. I got to my house, which is a permit parking zone, and there was yeah. no park at the front of my house. Who the fuck are these people? Yes. Parking in front of my house. We had to park around the other side of the park. Frustrated, tensions are raising. I'm having to grab the kids. And I was like, you just grab the kids. I'll grab all the other stuff out of the car. But I'm trying to do it all. It was stupid. Yeah. I should have just grabbed the kids. I'm sort of moving around the car, getting this stuff. Leonard hasn't moved from the back seat. I'm like, why haven't you moved yet? I've had time to do all this and you haven't even moved. He's just exhausted. He's yeah. out in the sun It's been a kids. big day. I'm opening the door because we're quite close to another car beside it. And I don't want him to ding that car with the door. And I'm like, well, you just... And I'm holding Walt in yeah. my arm. And I'm like, would you please just get out of the car? So then I'm totally frustrated. He gets out of the car and I go, for God's sake. And I slam the door. (laughs) (laughs) Walter's hand is fully in. Like it's in the door. (laughs) And luckily, uh, I've got a Subaru because... I made the right choice as a parent because you've got two choices when you're buying a family car, a Subaru or the wrong choice. And they have very ample rubbers around the door. So it definitely hurt him, but it wasn't metal on metal. Yeah, 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 Um, yeah. And the door didn't um, properly latch shut because his fucking hand was in it. Um, And I was like, Jesus, (laughs) open it up. And he was so calm until that point. So... (laughs) Because of my frustration and rushing, I turned what was two calm kids into two hectic emotional kids. But it's like that when you get to the end. Yes. Because you can see the finish line. That's right. And you don't just go, I've just, I can see the finish line, I'm going to pace myself over it. You try and sprint there instead. Most car accidents happen within five minutes of your Yeah, home. yeah. But you're yeah. tired. You're exhausted. You've got no yes. energy in the tank. Yeah. You've paced yourself this far. You, if you stick at that pace, you're going to get across there a lot better. So I got him in the bath. So as soon as we got inside, I was like, I'll just get you in the bath. But I wanted to try and get an ice pack on his hand. He yeah. didn't want me to put the ice pack on the hand. And... Which would at least showed me that he was moving his hand. Yeah. All, all these things were moving. Everything was moving. It was fine. Um, but he wouldn't put the ice pack on. Then I got some peas. I tried to put that in. He wouldn't do it. I was like, I know what I'll do. I just got a can of beer out of the fridge. <laughs> He's always grabbing my cans of beer. And I just gave him a can of beer. <laughs> and so he just held back. The like, there you go. Peak, Dad. <laughs> and I walked in and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, it's not opened. Fuck, man. What was funny about that was at the end, um, Oliver came at the end. The great OC. Turned up just as like uh, Terry and Adam, like the last guests were leaving. He turned up. Yep. Uh, comes in. He had like uh, some food. And then he's like, do you want a hand cleaning up? And I'm like, you don't have to clean up. Like, dude, you just got here. And he's like, yep. nah, we'll just do it. 
So he helped me clean up. That's amazing. It was unbelievable. But then as we're like cleaning up, we're like, where's the top of the sandpit? And for that sandpit is one of those like half blue shells oh, yeah, yeah, that you yeah, get yeah. from like Bunnings or yeah, Kmart yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like the ones. One half becomes a pool. The one half. half the yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we're tr- running around trying to find the top of this thing. We're like, I looked over at the daycare. I thought, fuck, did one of the kids throw it over at the daycare? Uh, is it under the car or whatever? We eventually found it, and it was under Sylvia's bed. And now, how these kids got it past, like eight adults, yes. into a house, into a child's room, and then under a bed without Amazing. it being seen, it was like unbelievable. Well, I, I loved that. it. Uh, at least six bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good time. <laughs> it was like at my brother's 40th. There was just like a gang of kids running around, and at one point, all the adults went, is any adult sort of checking in on this <laughs> huge brood of kids? And at that point, out of the darkness, a crying kid walked over to its parent and, who had just run into a barbed wire fence in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have checked in earlier than this. Oh, man, I was uh, cooking, so I kind of like took my, took my foot off the gas and I sat down for like five minutes because like, all right, the chicken is resting, the cauliflower's cooking on the barbecue, which I had spiced, I'd simmered in chicken mm. stock, then I'd rubbed it in my own... Uh, spice mix on and put that on the charcoal barbecue. Mm. Uh, what I did with the leftover food is I turned it into a curry yesterday. Hello. It was fucking amazing. I and then I'm going to take that curry today and turn it into curry, chicken curry and cauliflower pies. Fucking hell. It's amazing. I'm Love real good. It. I'm fucking top shelf at the moment. You are top shelf. I'm kicking it. Uh, anyway, so, like, I think Walter <laughs> got a lot was... On. I know. <laughs> I got nothing on. <laughs> like, I always talk about, like, how well the girls are fed. I'm like, yeah, but that's my one job. That's all I, I got it. to do. You're the, you're the kind of guy that has a schedule that can afford 24 hours of cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, like, sometimes I just go into, like, how lucky Claire and I are yeah. with our life. Like, to have me at home, I work, like, one day a week uh, at... At, at this place yeah. and then the rest of the time is just dedicated to looking after the girls and I have like m- way more free time than most people and I look after the girls yeah. and we have a much smoother life because of it but you use it. the time well because you're a red hot cook yes I look after the girls we go to the zoo we go to the park I take care of them yep. but just that not everybody is fortunate enough to be in that position no. and you know I'm very grateful yes for absolutely anyway at the <laughs> at the barbecue, I think it was Walter was just throwing sand in the air because he's one and was. a half yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, over yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. No, he's just and under two. Yeah. It's just under two. Yeah. And some got in like um, Penny's eye. That's right. Yes. And she was like, oh, crying and crying. <laughs> My friend like Lucy runs over straight away. I'm like, oh, Lucy's got it. And I sat there chatting, and she's like really distressed. And I saw a glance at me. I'm like, ah, oh, Lucy's with you. And I kept on talking to you. And then somebody said like. Aren't you going to do anything for your child? I'm it was like, me. Yeah, it was, it was you. my favourite moment, right? Because Penny's walked over, Lucy jumps up and goes to comfort her, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. And and Penny was quite distressed, and then I, I just thought, I'll look around and see if one of the parents is here. And you're right at the table <laughs> with me. You haven't, like, you hadn't even acknowledged it. You're just sitting there having a drink. You're like, yeah. I get to five. sit down for five minutes. Like, oh, I'm, was, I'm taking my time. It was A-grade, mate. Uh, and then, like, Claire comes out, and she's dealing with it, but I can see she's frustrated because I hadn't got up either. And I'm like, 100% fair that you're frustrated i i should have got up my uh, poor child's nah. been injured but i had just sat down and i've been running around for ages but then i went down. i don't think that you needed to get up because at the time I, I thought it was funny to bag you out for not getting yeah. up but if you assess the situation right the child was there was nothing that you could do more than what lucy was doing yes the child was fine um she probably wanted a, 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 parent, a parent yes um to comfort her claire was there within a moment after yep. that um you, it was actually quite awkward for you to get up and get to her in that time and this goes back to what we've talked about heaps. This is the tribe. This is the tribe. Yeah, and it's, you've got plenty of carers. There's plenty of people looking after you. And it's so nice for 
um, for PJ to know that there are other people that care for Absolutely her. Absolutely. It's not just a parent. Yep. To know that, oh, here's somebody who's come to me when I'm in pain. So, like, if she can't find uh, me or, or Claire or something, then she goes, all right, I've got Harley. Yes, I've absolutely. Got, I've got Lucy. Like, she's got yeah. clear fucking avenues yeah. to go to when she needs stress if she can't find me or Claire, yeah. which I think is very nice. Absolutely. It's lovely. I don't think you put that much thought into it. I think you were just sitting down yeah. having a wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think it was fine. I was literally sitting there going, this rosé is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! My kid's got sand in its eye. Uh, I'll just pretend that I don't want to say. Whose child is that? <laughs> hey, good chat. Oh man, I tell you what, it's always good. Always good. Hey, we might not have a guest again. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's.